everyone. Welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I'm Renee Barabo. And I'm Sandra Ingerman. Welcome. And if you watched our show last week, we talked about water and what goes hand in hand with water, but the moon. And the beginning of this year, I said, I'm going to keep this moon journal. I got it from Hay House in my Christmas author's package. And I was like, oh, I'm going to keep this. And I didn't. Um, but I've certainly become more aware of the faces of the moon this year just by the very intention of saying, I think I'm going to pay a little more attention. So how do you pay attention to the moon? Sandra, are you a moon tender? Yes, I'm definitely a moon <laughs> tender. <laughs> no doubt about it. I, um, I've had this uh, a particular ability of bringing partners into my life who are the most sensitive people to the moon that I have ever met. Um, I lived with a man once. I've never met anybody more sensitive to the moon. I always knew the face of the moon by how he was feeling. And so I learned how to track my feelings because how was I feeling at those particular times of the moon? And um, and now my husband is uh, really sensitive to the moon, so I track him uh, like I did my former um, partner. But it, it's so important. I can't tell you how important it is if you if you really understood how the moon really affects the tides of the water that moves inside of us just like it does outside um, in the sea and and all of our water sources are affected by the phases of the moon and we don't track it we don't track it and so a lot of our angst a lot of our depression a lot of our anxiety is the moon is trying to move us either in or out that ebb and flow and we don't take the time to see when we would be supported in our greatest health and emotional health if we would be more out there during a particular phase of the moon and and allowed ourselves to go within and to listen to our soul and our spirit during other phases of the moon, we would move into a flow. And without flow, we're in disharmony. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, two, two things came up. So a lot of you listeners don't know, but to me, this, the, the moons are all about reflective of our cycles and that everything is a cycle and that there's bigger cycles and bigger cycles and there's even bigger cycles. and. I'm happening to be at the end of a cycle, probably one of the many seven year kind of cycles. And um, about, I just learned that my whistle maker, who's, will do a whistle making journey at the end of this, but passed away with COVID. And, and it was like, it was, it was the end of a cycle because I wasn't expecting it. It was like, it was it like all of these other things were ending. How, why would my whistle maker die too? You know, kind of like, woe is me kind of an attitude but um but then i was told to 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 do a whistle making ceremony because there's a group of eight or nine hundred people out there who have the original wind whistles that he made and and i was said okay well when should i do that 
well, the day after tomorrow is the full moon. And so we did a full moon wind whistling ceremony where uh, we, um, you know, my four, four strong wind whistlers were holding the anchor points and all the, this whole story come about how under this full moon we're going to have a stairway and all of these souls that have departed recently with the COVID, it was kind of a, like, they might have known for, you know, their whole life that they were leaving then, but there was this moment where we allowed the souls to go up with the full moon. And it was really a beautiful ceremony and people, all of the spirits were so polite. There was like, they were just like, they were just so grateful for this opening under the full moon. And if anyone's interested to watch that ceremony, it's over at the Wind Clan. Uh, it was, we did it, you know, where we did a Facebook live for that part of, it's about a, it's a, it's a really it's a really good journey, especially if you've lost something in this last moon cycle to, you know, give it there. And, but what was the other thing that really struck me, I guess it's my turn to babble, Sandra, is that we were doing the, this moon, moon cycle thing and right in my inbox. You know, your inbox is one of those synchronistic places. If you treat it that way, I get a, a thing from the farmer's almanac planting by the moon's light. So you plant your annual flowers and vegetable that bear crops above ground during light or the waxing of the moon from the day the moon is new to the day it's full. But you plant your flowering bulbs, your biennials and your perennials and vegetables that bear crops below the ground like carrots during the dark or waning of the moon from the day after it's full to the day before it is new again. Mm. Isn't that, it was like, what, how timing perfectly is that? So if we take that and look at our life, like, so what are we growing? You know, what are we growing for this year? And that's kind of the ritual we'll do later is, you know, what are we growing now? And that, you know, we'd like to future trip all the way down there and that's what we'll have to do after the full moon and, and then, you know, plant those things that are going to go deep into the earth. I just thought that was funny that it just came in right when we were getting ready to do this show on the moon. So the yeah. plants want to talk to us too. And incredibly profound. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of, so, so I guess like even with, with the passing of Gregorio, the whistle maker, it's like, that's a cycle of, of deep grief that his family and his friends and, and even all of the wind clan. I mean, I'm sitting on the video crying, like, and I never even got to meet this man in person because it was something I kept putting off. I'm going to go down to Mexico City. I'm going to go, you know, and, and we don't, we put off a lot in our lives. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And, you know, and, and luckily the things that are constant are, the cycles of the moon or the cycles of the sun or, you know, all of this thing and, and the water. I don't know where that was going, Sandra. So you're going to have to pick up from that point somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think basically you said in an incredibly profound way is that we are always experiencing impermanence and we don't always listen to the signs. I, I wished I would have called this person or had a feeling to call somebody and then they died and you know we never got to say goodbye. 
But in this time of impermanence and in this time of the unknown, we have the moon as a compass, we have the sun as a compass, we have the water as a compass, and we have the earth as a compass, and we have uh, the nature beings. One of the things that came through me yesterday, and when something comes through me, you hear it everywhere, is not only are we reaching for nature, um, nature is reaching for us too. And so we actually have natural forces that are calling to us to reach to them. And the moon is one of them. The moon is a real way of finding stability in such a time of impermanence. Mm. Have we done a show on the nature beings? Oh yeah, we've done many different shows on the nature beings, but we <laughs> always do more because I, you know, the thing I love about doing work with the nature beings, and if this is something people are actually interested in, is we can do groups to go talk to different nature beings on the planet and to meet them and develop a relationship with them and, and have them talk to us, not uh, as messengers of do this, do that, but talk to, to us as, as them as their species as as what's coming through them that's interesting because i told you i had my first tree from last year when we started and then this year it was like okay time for an, a second tree in the development and my new tree likes me to sit with my back to it and you know feel supported it's like more the the you know the first tree has another relationship but this one is seems to be more of a a supportive kind of a, a tree, like physically supportive. And and trust me, everyone, until I met Sandra and we started talking about these things, I just, I don't know if I didn't pay attention or whatever, but now I, I probably, if I stay, stay in this development another 20 years, I'll have 20 new friends out here that I didn't have, you know, one at a time. So I have to stay focused one tree at a time because that's just how, like, I roll, but <laughs> maybe uh, you'll be the the home of um, when I was teaching in uh, Joshua Tree. Somebody, one of the people in my workshops, uh, sent me ten seeds, uh, Joshua Tree seeds, and up until recently, I had uh, two of them made it. Um, and as you know, Renee, they grow really slow. One of them just died, and I'm Aww. heartbroken because I, I really don't know what I did. But one of them is up to here. I mean, it's amazing. Oh, how great and is that? So my plan has always been that um, to bring it back to Joshua Tree and plant oh. it in the earth. Well, I'd be happy to do that for you when the time is right to do that. Thank you. The trees, I think, I don't, back last winter, I shared a lot of pictures of it when we took a ride up to Joshua Tree in the winter when the snow and, oh, there was just nothing so so stunning as that. Um, that's just a beautiful area, too. Yeah. We both, Sandra and I both live in the desert, but we live in different deserts, so yeah. it's just one big desert. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if you know that my first spiritual experience was when I came to New Mexico and did this retreat. I can't remember with who or anything, but when you're talking about in the last show about the rivers, 
I did this, we did this rafting trip on the Colorado River, which begins in New Mexico, or do they have a different name for it up there? Or? Um, well, you know, it goes through. Yeah, it uh, connects. Mm -hmm. So, well, are we ready to do a little journey? We're trying to keep these a little shorter because we've noticed yeah. how long people watch. I mean, the nice thing about YouTube is you can get your statistics. And so we're trying to make them pertinent, short, and something that you can go back to it. And a lot of times people ask me, hey, do a show on this and it's already on the wall. So if you, you're looking for a show, put it on the Shaman's Cave and I'm happy to go dig through and tell you, you know, with the link to go back and watch it. So, um, so we're gonna do a calling down the new moon for, now we, we just saw that we use this time from, for the new moon for planting the annual seed. So this is for immediate transformation, something you wanna transform in the next month. All right, this isn't for the long-term uh, transformation. What's interesting, the wind that I pulled for it though is Scylla Inua, the Inuit wind of wisdom. And it's about embracing our divinity. So, you know, what are, what is, what do we wanna call down the moon so that we can immediately embrace our divinity because if we know that everything is connected and we're all divine, we tend to just start to make better decisions for ourselves, our community. And, and as we make those better decisions for ourselves and the community, the world around us is automatically included. Right? So, um, it's going to be a, a short journey and it's going to be a wind journey. We're going to call to that inner wisdom within us to know what needs to be, what needs to be worked with. All right. So I invite you to close your eyes. And for this journey, imagine yourself outside in a field or one of you, on a beach, one of your favorite places in nature. And look up and see that there's a full uh, new moon in the sky. And we're gonna ask Scylla Inua to be with us here. And ask yourself, what do I want to bring forward during the next phase of the moon? What do I want to plant? Be clear and be specific about what you would like to, to plant in the earth in the next 30 days, what seeds you want to grow. And then using your, your fingers, write that very specific thing in the air. For example, I am requesting a new project that will provide me with X amount of income. I am wanting to take daily walks. Just write it in the air. 
And let Scylla Inua come and take that idea. taken all of our ideas and she says oh there's a lot of them and she's tied them up for now and now we're going to call to the light of grandmother moon to come down and light up this 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 wind bag of ideas and as she's lighting up the wind bag of ideas Scylla Inawa is going to ask us to bring in the moon's idea for us for the next cycle, the next 30-ish day cycle. So call down to the light of the new moon. And ask Grandmother Moon what do you want me to plant? What do you want me to grow during this next phase? Just take note, does your idea what you want to plant, does it match what the moon wants for you? And be with that, be with that, with the, this, this light of this new moon and through the next cycle and, and see if you can start to bring into harmony that which you want to plant and that which Scylla Inua, that divine light inside of you, wants to grow. That was beautiful, Renee. That was really, really beautiful. So thank you. Mine didn't match. <laughs> what was that? Mine didn't match. <laughs> Matt, what? My idea of what I want to plant oh. and what the moon wanted for me with the divine yeah. uh, help of Scylla and what were a little bit off. Yeah. How were yours? <laughs> well, you know, what I really appreciate about the spirits and ceremony is I've learned to trust the spirits that when they tell me to ask for something uh, that's different than what I was going to ask for to follow that because I was going to get myself into trouble. <laughs> and, and I think that that was true. So I think that that was true in my case. So they said, we could care less about your projects. Right. We want you to be a divine light, you know, that, that you plant that light so that it can shine even brighter. Oh, nice. So I would love to hear over at the Shaman's Cave what, what, you know what your two ideas were and were they in alignment or 
you know, did the, the Silla Inawa and the moon have a different message for you than what you what thought you had? And let's have a conversation about this. I think it's a, an important conversation to find out where and where not, where we are and where we're not in alignment with our own cycles. Yeah, that's really important because it goes back to what I talked about in the show um, last week and I've talked about on many shows. If you're not in alignment with the moon and the forces that um, uh, that keep this universe running, you're out of flow. And if you're out of flow, um, it's it's a tough place to be able to um, get good health, improve your health, improve your life. Um, flow is everything, and so listen to what the moon is sharing with you and follow um, those cycles. Um, they're important cycles, and people have been following them since the beginning of time. And I just also wanted to say that. Um, uh, please watch on uh, the Shaman's Cave and Shaman's TV. At some point soon, I'm going to be announcing a free introductory call that I'll be doing on July 20th about um, what happens if we're still uh, walking through uh, the challenges that we're going on, what happens to our personality, and how do we keep going so that we don't uh, drown in what's happening in the collective or what's happening in the world, but we learn how to stand up into our power and we stand up and we learn how to thrive. And to do that, we have to walk through the dark night of the soul. And this is something I feel at the age of 67, I've been through so many times that I feel it's my destiny right now to share the compass of how to get through the dark night of the soul. So we'll write about it on Shaman's uh, Cave and Shaman's TV, but I hope that you'll join in for this free lecture. Absolutely, and uh, there'll be links in all of the other places as well, so look for them and make sure that Sandra's talked to me about this new course, and I really believe that anyone who, who's ever experienced any of the, uh, any of life or needs her course. So I'm going to encourage everybody I know to take it. All right, Sandra. So follow us over at shamanstv.com, the Shaman's Cave. You know all the spots. Share it and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Let's hit 7,000 this week. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. And enjoy the moon. <laughs> right. <laughs>